0-1. And that's hit high in the air and deep to left field. If that stays fair, it's gone. And that is onto the train tracks. A three-run home run for Albert Pujols, who has homered more against the Astros than anybody else. And the Angels now have a 5-2 lead. Pujols with his second home run of the year and the 593rd home run of his career. Well, he remembered that first at bat. Musgrove got in on him, and he was ready. And in his prime, there was nobody better at hitting that inside pitch fair than Albert Pujols. That's his 29th home run now at Minute Maid Park. This is another Astros podcast. And 54th home run against the Astros in his career. More than anyone has ever hit against Houston. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Astros sell their uh, five-game win streak come to an end yesterday, dropping the second game of this series to the to the Angels. Got a, a couple of big home runs to take the lead there from Gurriel and Springer, but it it really came down to that that four-run fifth inning for the Angels. Yeah, they they did a good job of putting and putting an inning together. Um, you know, starting with an infield hit, and then and then they get a clean single, and um, Joe looked like he was going to come back and, and rescue that inning a little bit with the punch out of Calhoun, and then and then Trout has obviously the big hit that was just barely out of the reach of Springer. Uh, and then Albert Pools develop, you know, delivers the big blow. So uh, tough inning for us in the fifth. The middle of that game is, is, you know, kind of the swing part of the game where, where they took a little bit more of the momentum. We had a couple more opportunities late, but, but uh, couldn't come away with a win. We've seen Musgrove so far, three starts. It seems like hits a wall or, or whatever you want to call it, fifth or sixth inning, starts to struggle. Is there anything in particular you're seeing during that time from him? No, I think it's more what's leading up to it. It's a, it's a you know, he exerts a lot of energy and a lot of uh, foul balls and a lot of, you know, medium-level pitch counts. It's never an easy inning. It's never a really torturous long inning except for the fifth yesterday. So I think breaking through that barrier of – uh, mentally or physically to, to, to end some at-bats a little earlier, control himself a little bit, and, and maybe not fatigue himself so much you know, will be key for him. But um, it's been a trend for us. We'll take a look at it, talk to him about his routine and, and what leads him because when, you know, when he's under control and making pitches, he's, he's as good as we have. You mentioned the home run by, by Gurriel, his first of the year, and we're seeing him start to really swing the bat better. Got off like a lot of the guys on this offense, got off to a slow start, but, but swinging it better over the last week or so. Yeah, you know, it starts with a walk in Oakland, which I know we don't talk a lot about it, and, I, and walks are, are uh, you know, are, are always good to get on base, but sometimes the hitters don't appreciate what it takes to get a walk and, and stay in the strike zone. So um, I thought that started to, he started to command the strike zone a little bit better and not be as wild with his swings and, and, and like most guys, when he, when he got down a little bit, uh, batting average-wise or production-wise, he started to swing his way out of it. And, and, and hopefully if he refines his zone, we have a night like last night where he gets a couple extra base hits. I mean, you look at Guriel, you just mentioned getting the walk. Altuve, his walk rate has gone up after the slow start. Alex Bregman, he's seeing some more pitches, not expanding the zone as much. I mean, it's amazing just how seeing a few more pitches and not expanding the zone really makes a difference. It does. At this level, they exploit your, your weakness, and if you're in swing mode, they – uh, they tease you with the ball in and out of the strike zone. And, and it's, you know, again, it's not rocket science. It's not yeah. easy to do. I mean, these guys are really, really tough. Tonight's guys, you know, mid to upper 90s with a slider, and he's, he hovers around the zone a little bit. So another challenge for us. But the, the, the definition of hitting in the big leagues is, is zone control. Dallas Keuchel going for the Astros tonight, and he's just been outstanding so far. I mean, it's, it really seems like, I mean, early in spring training, it was, well, is he healthy? How, how's he going to look? But I think he's put everything to rest at this point. Yeah, he's, he's, been, he's been really good, and, and, and I think his, 
his mindset has shifted dramatically over over the last month or so to to where he's competing now he you know his two big keys I say over and over again are keeping the ball on the ground and missing a few bats and he's been able to do that uh his ground ball rates uh, you know off the chart good so I uh there's no secret that that he's our anchor and and you know he's pitched well against these angels before and and it'll be another challenge for him tonight AJ Hench, thanks for joining. You got it. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks on your radio, the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back to Astro Lunch. Brian McCann is my guest today, and, and we haven't talked, Brian, since uh, Astro Line in the offseason. You said it was a no brainer coming over to this Astros team because of the talent. Better or worse than you thought? Better. Really? Yeah, better. I mean, the, the, the depth, the, I, I love the pitching, and then the lineup. I mean, it's just uh, we're, we're watching. Some, some superstars in the game today yeah. that are young in their prime. So I get a front row seat <laughs> to, uh, to a pretty great show every night. Talk about the bullpen for a second. There's a lot of diversity out there. you got guys that can match up in different ways, use them in different pockets, a lot of weapons. I mean, it, like you just said, I mean, we're, we're extremely deep in that area. And, you know, when guys can go multiple innings and continue to put up zeros like Davinsky and Gustave's, you know, the role he's had going for, for multiple innings, mm-hmm. um, Peacock's, been lights out yep. and then and then you start talking about the back end and those guys have been proven and they've done it so collective as a whole I mean it's uh it's impressive to catch every night they, they all know what they're what they're trying to accomplish and uh you know it's it's, it's why we're we're playing good baseball tell me if I'm wrong here so I, I hear your walk-up music and I envision this your dad was a coach and I see you and your your brother taking hacks in the cage and your dad's playing some music yeah and it's old school rock yeah is that where this is coming from I bob mean, seeger is your walk-up song <laughs> <laughs> yeah the metallica version um yeah actually funny story adam dunn when i played against him for all those years uh every time he came up to, to hit like I, I wanted to step out like I, I took extra time to hear the the end of his song and since he retired what was it the metallica oh, it yeah turn yeah. the page so i just uh the same one i'm using yeah. So that's that's I, I stole it from him, and um, he lives a couple couple houses down from me here. So yeah. I told him I was like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna use your, gonna uh, steal your stuff. yeah, I'm gonna steal your intro." Uh, your dad. I mean, if you mm-hmm. talk, if you called him, would he know like if something was amiss in your setup or, or your stride or your sequencing, anything like that with your stroke? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's great. Yes, yeah. him and my brother too. My brother. Uh, mm. You know, I, I hit with both of them in the off season, and uh, so it's good to have eyes on me at all times and. You know, I worked hard this offseason to get back to using the whole field and having the correct bat path that I've had for, for, for the majority of my career. And yeah. for, some, for some reason or the other, um, whether it was a surgery or whether, whether it was getting tempted by a Yankee Stadium with the right field, but I just became a, a dead pull hitter. And yeah. um, I'm not a 230 hitter. So <laughs> it, it was time to address that and um, get back to work. And you flipped a ball into the Landry's Crawford boxes in that in that first home stand, uh, and your eyes kind of lit up like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I can get rewarded for going the other way again." Yeah, and, and big thing for me too is hitting lefties. Okay. I mean, if I if if my shoulder yanks, I'm not going to hit lefties, and I haven't hit them in, like, in a couple years. And for the majority of my career, I've always hit them. Yeah. I've always hit them well. So, um, you know, I'm starting to see the work that I put in. I saw it in spring training, and then it was just a matter of when the games counted. Um, to carry it over real quick here you guys get rained out you guys get banged about 11 o'clock two hours before the game was supposed to start you got an opportunity mm-hmm. go check out a playoff yeah. NBA game that's pretty sweet it was awesome I mean if there was ever time to get rained out and that was the day and we got, yeah. got a chance to go to the, to, to the arena and watch uh, 
you know, arguably the best team um, do their thing. So that, that was fun for the whole team to, to get together and, and watch the game. There you go. That's Brian McCann. Brian, thanks for catching up, and uh, it's great to have you. Hey, thank you so much. The Houston Astros Radio Network.